This is Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. You're listening to Special Talk, a podcast from SpecialChronicles.com that features inspirational, informative, and empowering talk. Let me explain to the speaker today, and Dan uh, is a uh, uh, excellent student. And uh, there were never any holes in the story. <laughs> no, he did. He did a, a really wonderful job. And uh, I discovered, and Dan was a student here, that he had this love for um, multimedia journalism and uh, convergence that some of you will be uh, um, participating in. I'm getting a chance to do more of the further you go in uh, your studies in journalism. And uh, Dan also. Uh, created something on his own called uh, Special Chronicles. I'll let him tell you more about that. But I will just say in brief that it seeks to, to give a voice, to be a voice, for, for folks uh, who are so-called disabled. Uh, I say so-called disabled because uh, Dan uh, educated me on this idea of using this whole word of disability. That uh, sometimes we use that word of disability and it's really not uh, a disability for folks with so-called disabilities. It's a, it's a challenge, and uh, challenges are meant to be overcome, run through, um, triumph over. And so Dan is doing that. He has uh, uh, got uh, listeners worldwide, and um, he's been published, and he has uh, not just gone out and gotten a job, although that would be nice. <laughs> Um, but he is creating his own job, creating his own space, and it takes time to build a company and to build uh, to build a brand. But if anybody could do it, I believe the dad can. I was not trying to rhyme. <laughs> sort of worked out that way. So some call him Dan Sorokowski, I call him Dan the Man. Please join me in welcoming Dan the Man. Thanks, Professor. I'm mountain for uh, having me here today, and um, and I'm honored to uh, to uh, uh, talk to you guys about uh, podcast journalism because uh, this is the future um, of the media. Um, even though I s- still um, like and I still fulfill the printed newspaper, um, even though a lot of my reporter friends say. That print is dead, but um, <laughs> I still am always going to love the printed uh, uh, paper. First, I want to share with you a little bit of my backstory because that's the foundation to how I created and founded um, Special Chronicles. Um, we are now into our s- sixth year uh, of um, creating the, the, this content uh, uh, to give respect and voice to all of us people with special needs. I was born 25 years ago and 25 plus weeks premature as you can see here and I've had to deal with a, a lot of medical and developmental challenges my entire life. Um, I've, uh, since birth, I was 
diagnosed with a severe language disorder and learning disabilities. So by being able to communicate in an, in an audio uh, a medium and in, and in journalism is really challenging. If, if you are sitting here and, and you were not diagnosed with a disability and you think that it's challenging for those of us with intellectual disabilities to communicate, it's even more challenging. Uh, uh, I also compete as an athlete and a speaker with with Special Olympics, and one of my friends I was competing with, his, his name's Mac, and we were talking before we swam against each other, and he told me that he wants to be a TV reporter. But so, since I was diagnosed with a severe language disorder, people often don't see me as having a disability, and and that's where the in those invisible and versus visible disabilities that I'll get to in in in, in a, a moment. How many of you guys knew what a podcast was six six years ago? So in about two thousand eight, a few couple of you. When when I was sitting in your chair, so six years ago. Um, was when I first found out about what a podcast was. And the way that I started podcasting was I became, six years ago, a global, global messenger or a spokesperson for Special Olympics. And I started to, I, I had a lavalier mic like I have on me today and an audio recorder. Um, I didn't have this. Ah. <laughs> I didn't have this this Zoom H2 back then, um, but now I do, and it's falling apart, but it still gets the job done. And I started recording the audio of the speeches that I was given for special Olympics, and I was putting that up online as a podcast, which a podcast is an is an online radio show that. You can listen on demand anytime that you want, anytime, anywhere. And so that's how I started. And I started hearing, getting feedback from listeners across the globe. We're now in over 85, over 85 countries. And in the past um, six years, over 4,000 people have visited the website and, and have listened to our shows and are reading the news content. Um, on Special Chronicles, I, I write in the AP style because um, it's just a good process to have. So one of the, the other skills, in addition to taping the interviews that I hold, because people will loan in and they'll be educated and informed of what I was talking about, they, I've also gained skills of uh, interviewing and reporting. Um, I still get nervous t talking to people, but... Um, this was actually in the January of this year. My friend uh, Matthew uh, Williams, who's in sixth grade, and he is an, uh, he's also a Special Olympics athlete and, and global messenger like myself, and we recorded episode 101, which is um, titled Podcasting 101, How to Tell Your Special Olympics or Special Needs Stories Through Podcasting. 
and we t t we that in, in one month that episode had over 130 uh, people that have listened to it and we we used um, as an we used as an example a how to produce a podcast video that I produced in 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 one of my um, journalism classes here. Um, I think it was the new media class. Um, they, got, they all kind of blend together after a while. But they, and that, that video, How to Produce a Podcast, is still up on YouTube and has over 2,000 views. And so what we did was we walked through the first few minutes of that video and we talked about how to produce a podcast, but more from all insider perspective. And so the whole vision of Special Chronicles is podcasting disability stories from an insider's perspective and giving respect and voice to people with special needs. And so since I was diagnosed with, in, with intellectual disabilities 25 years ago, that's why it's important for us to tell our stories. It's, it's, it's vitally important in our society for us to be able to communicate, to have this voice in this media. Um, and we'll, and I, I've had in the past um, other special Olympics athletes, other people with special needs, um, not just here in the U.S., but across the globe, who, who actually have written articles on specialchronicles.com. Um, I've had other uh, of my friends with special needs also co-host with me on the podcast. Um, one of my friends that I knew from high school um, who's in a wheelchair, he, he uh, was co-hosting and he's been a guest on the show and he just last week launched, launched a, a, his, his own podcast radio show on, as an affiliate on our network called Abilities Not Disabilities. And so, and, 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 and his name is Kyle, and he's seen this go from an idea from even in my high school days to what it is today. So that it's really inspiring to get feedback from listeners. And by people not accepting us, by people not uh, hire, hiring us for jobs, people, they, they are they are missing out because all of us with special needs, we bring a value to humanity and we bring a value to storytelling. And I, I do do some video, but I, I prefer to, to tell, this, tell our, our stories with, with audio and still photography because people can focus on hearing our abilities. People can focus on hearing our stories. And... I, um, over the past six years, I don't know how many of you guys know who Tim Shriver Jr. is. He, he's the co-founder of the Spread the World to In the World campaign. Um, if you guys can see this, but Tim is the co-founder of, of that. His grandmother is Eunice Kennedy Shriver, who founded Special Olympics in 1968 right here in Chicago. And the past six years, uh, I've never met Tim or his family in person. I've just... I. Uh, just got in contact with Tim on, on Facebook of, of all places. The, the as some of my friends say, actually I think his sister Caroline said, um, it's the virtual street. <laughs> so, um, 
And so um, Tim, we've, um, he actually co-founded it six years ago, the Spread the World to End the World campaign. And we communicate via text, as you can see here. We communicate via FaceTime, Google Hangout. Um, and he, he offers a lot of advice, um, a, lot of, a lot of advice uh, to me. So, uh, and Tim, um, beginning of this year, he said that you're starting a movement. And so I have a brief audio clip to share with you of Tim. So Tim is on the phone. Well, kind of. Tim, Tim Driver Jr. And uh, I'm the co-founder of Spread the Word and the Word. I'm just excited to be um, on this sort of this, this pioneering shows, pioneering project, Special Chronicles. Absolutely. Chicago is uh, once again becoming the, uh, the the location of a, of a new revolution, a new revolution in, in voice and representation. And um, yeah, it's, it's it's been it's been a special place for a long time. I mean, it's been. Uh, 40-some 40, 40 years since uh, Special Olympics launched there in Chicago at Soldier Field. And, um, you know, almost 50 years later, another huge project, Special Chronicles, launching in that same town. Um, yeah, it hold, holds a lot of, uh, a lot, a lot of special, special power there in Chicago. I also just want to thank you, Dan, for inviting me on and for, and for creating Special Chronicles. Um, it's such an incredible innovation and it's an incredible project you've taken on that you have worked so hard on for five years, taken from a small podcast to a new new media company and a nonprofit. Um, the work you put in shows so strongly in the fact that you bring create this show not just to give voice for yourself, but to give voice to so many special athletes and so many people across our community. Um, it's such a powerful idea, such a powerful action, such a powerful creation. Um, so thank you for all the work you do. Um, and um, I just can't wait to see to see the next episode and see what comes next. Thank so you. thank you, and I hope you guys all have a great day. So, in addition to Tim and communicating with him and talking to, talking to him a lot, uh, I've also heard from uh, from um, other listeners. Uh, Kyle, who you see down here. He performs original music, and and he also his is more of a vis, visible disability or physical, however you say it. Um, well, however you want to think of it. Uh, and then Caitlin Smith is involved with the Special Olympics Project uh, Unified program and and helping with schools. And she's actually a student at uh, a university in Northern Colorado that just the past few months had got in touch with me on Twitter of all places. Uh, it's been crazy how many sources I can find in, on Twitter. Um, and then we go to email and then we you know, talk face to face or Google Hangout or whatever. But, so if you're, not, if, if you're not on Twitter, you should definitely be on it because it's just, uh, <laughs> I was talking with another reporter friend who said, it is nuts how many sources you can find on Twitter. So, um, and so uh, I'm trying to get in touch with Caitlin and a couple other people um, <laughs> to have them have them on the show, but uh, I'd like to show you a few more uh, uh, feedback uh, or what some other pe people people are saying. But, but, uh, 
I produced and actually in my last semester here in, a, in an intro to media projection class. It was too basic, but <laughs> uh, this one I actually produced in, um, in Final Cut Pro. Um, uh, I don't have Final Cut um, on my computer here, but some of them I do in an iMovie, um, but this wasn't in Final Cut. so. And a couple of the people that you heard was from um, up in Canada, um, a couple of people here in the U.S. So uh, it, <laughs> six years ago, I had no idea that, that uh, we would be able to touch um, a, lot of, uh, a lot of lives. And uh, so you um, never know um, how many people you will reach. Um, I recently um, went back and visited one of my special education teachers who was my case manager from middle school through high school um, for a 30-minute uh, interview that, that I taped with her um, for um, a book that I'm, well, book that I'm trying trying to, I've already started. Um, uh, I have another book already in mind already. But uh, what, one of the things that I've learned from uh, talking to Ho is because growing up I've had a lot of 
developmental uh, and a lot of developmental th therapies from um, sign language, um, speech, and, and, and language, and, and, and other ones. And I, I've been able to, my special education teachers have given me a toolbox of, of tools to help me to succeed. And I've been able to, to use that to, um, every once in a while, I, I will tweet different self-advocate tips. And, and then from there, I use that to then talk about it on the podcast to help other people. And I go from parents of, of kids who have special needs and, and a lot of my friends who also, who also have special needs that, that it, it helps them. And that one person that I, I just talked to, um, actually just a few days ago, uh, a mom of um, a couple of kids who have who have who, who have autism up in Wisconsin, and she said that um, she told me that once her young son who's in middle school will instead of will, will see more role models instead of superheroes. Um, he'll be able to look up to what I'm doing. And that's just one example. But these the developmental therapies that I've had have really kind of helped me to have this foundation uh, of where I've been able to um, come. Now this, um, when I started at Roosevelt, uh, I was in the Academic Success Center. They've changed offices here a few times <laughs> in my time here. But I was in, in the Learning and Support uh, Services Program, and, and, and um, uh, Nancy Lickey um, um, was one of the first people that helped me heal. Uh, this was actually in the Home and, Home and Crown Center, which you guys probably don't know what that is, <laughs> where that is. But it's, it's, this building, it was actually, it, it's, it's, it doesn't exist anymore because it's where the new Wabash building is. So, uh, and, this, and, and Nancy Lickey from the disability office here at, at, uh, at Roosevelt taught me in, in helping me to understand my own disability, uh, the difference between invisible versus visible disabilities. Vis visible is what you can't see, so like Down syndrome, or if you're, or if you're in a wheelchair, or even a, 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 a severe language disorder is visible. Invisible is more like autism or, um, or, or learning disabilities. And so, a lot of people may, you know, at a young age, may understand the disability that they were diagnosed with, but it took <laughs> it, it takes me such a long time to, to do that. And even, for example, to make coffee or to do my laundry or to for the or to turn the TV on and stuff, I have I actually have to wipe down steps of like <laughs> do this like and actual detailed steps. And that's part of the self-advocate tips that my case managers and, and my special ed teachers have taught me how to do, and that it helps me on a, di on a daily basis. Uh, and then fast, fast forward four and a half or five years, I think, something, 
about four and a half, five years, um, to uh, December in 2012 was, was when I, I graduated um, here at Roosevelt. And I, um, um, this, don't worry, I wasn't working on graduation day. <laughs> um, but I actually had, um, actually, like, it's, it's almost the same thing that we're on now. But I, I had this, this lavalier mic and the same, the same Zoom H2 audio recorder um, on graduation day in the, in the auditorium theater. And I actually recorded the entire audio as I was walking across the stage. And so then when I got back home to my, uh, to my bedroom studio, I played a sound bite from, from that as I was walking, walking across the stage. So just a little, t I don't know um, when you guys are all going to be graduating, but if you guys are going to be um, graduating, um, and if, if you haven't done so already and you start a podcast, um, bring in an audio recorder with you. Just put it in your pocket. Don't tell anybody there, <laughs> and and record when you walk across the stage because um, I know it's just it's a neat thing to we remember um, uh, to uh, so. And some of my other friends that I graduated from, they they, they said, yeah, it, it, it's a cool thing to do because you know how, how many college students when you graduate actually tape record um, when you walk across the stage. Um, and then, um, since I was also a lab aide here um, in the same layout that you guys are using, um, one of my friends, uh, James, who's now used to work at the Torch, he's now a, in the journalism program at um, Northwestern. He actually coined this hashtag lab aide for life, so, um, which I still um, still use that. that um, Still use it, but um, a lot of times, if if I'm covering in a special Olympics event when I'm not competing, or even as I'm competing, not in the pool, but um, during the downtime, I will um, use this um, so um, people know where I am podcasting from. Um, and it just this year taped an interview with um, the new CEO of Special Olympics International um, who actually has a connection to Chicago. She used to work in the, in the Chicago public, public schools here. And I don't think she's, she's done that many interviews, but um, we, um, that, that was a 17-minute interview that I taped with her, and I, I edited that down to a 10-minute interview. And... Um, it's on episode 104 if, if you want to go and listen. Um, we're, we're actually upgrading our website right now, but you should still be able to find it in iTunes and or on the website. So uh, I'm going to share with you just a sound bite from uh, this interview with Janet. And feel free to, to, to um, tweet um, Janet, and you can mention uh, Power Man Dan, too, if, if you are interested. And I'll, uh, and I, I'd like to invite all of you guys to come down to our summer games for Special Olympics, June 14th and 15th. 15th. Uh, I will be competing both of those days, along with with a bunch of my friends. So, um, if, if if you guys are looking for for a story, um, or just come and watch, or both, um, you guys um, are invited. Today's guest on the Special Chronicles podcast 
is Janet. Janet is the CEO of Special Olympics based in Washington, D.C., here in the United States. And I say the United States because we have listeners in, um, as of Jan the end of January 2014, we have listeners in, in um, over 81 countries. So uh, uh, welcome, Janet, to the Special Chronicles podcast. Thank you, Daniel. It's great to be here. I really appreciate you doing this. Thank you. And so some of our listeners may, because uh, some of our listeners who, who also compete uh, in, in Special Olympics probably uh, know who you are, or yeah, even some of our most recent listeners know who you, who you are, because, because when you became the CEO, I talked about it on, on, uh, on, on the podcast, uh, but for, for those of you who, for those of our listeners who may not know who you are, uh, can you give our listeners a brief introduction about yourself? Sure. Um, I am the current CEO. Okay. Um, you get a party on the edge of your seat wanting to know more about Janet, um, but that's why you guys can go um, download and listen to that um, on, on your phone, so computer. Uh, so that, that gives you a little bit of what one of the segments in the podcast is about. This trailer that I actually produced in Final Cut Pro um, here, um, as I think actually, well, one of the two last projects here, um, I, I always st start off each episode with an, in with an introduction, and then I have a feature interview or a talk or, or something. Um, sometimes I'll have like a, a, uh, yeah, so, so some feature talk, and then I'll usually have some type of break for sponsors, but then I'll talk about whatever the latest news is, usually in the special needs or special Olympics co um, um, co communities. Then uh, I'll talk about the spread the world in the world campaign because that world is still witty hopeful for all of us with with intellectual disabilities. And I, I usually end with with some feedback and some type of song that I have permission to play. And this give you a little backstory about this this uh, this screen that you guys probably see a, a, a lot when, when, if you watch a, a trailer for a movie. Um, this I actually de designed this in Photoshop, and it. It, it only plays for, I think, two or three seconds. Um, but it took me, I don't know, maybe half hour or an hour just to do something that only lasts for two or three seconds. Um, so, you know, it, it, it takes, a, for example, one episode uh, to produce uh, takes about 10 to 15 hours to produce one episode. Um, and and it's, so it, it takes a long time and... Um, and it's because we're a nonprofit, I don't get, I don't get paid as much. Like, I, I mean, like right now, a, a, a lot of our costs it goes to the to to one in the nonprofit. So, um, only get paid like fifty dollars for uh, for a freelancing for the for uh, for our local people. Uh, but this uh, will give you an idea of. Uh, what a typical podcast is about. Well, I'm not different from you, but we're all together. You're listening to the Special Chronicles Podcast with your host, Daniel. The show where we talk about respect and the message of the Special Olympics. 
but the intent to educate and inform others about people with disabilities. Hello everybody, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome back to the special Chronicles podcast. My name is Daniel, and I am your host uh, of this podcast. In this podcast, it's, it's helped to show you how we need to respect um, all of us with intellectual disability. Now, in this podcast, what I would like to talk about is my special my special Olympics message, uh, as, as well as any news that's going on, um, perhaps some Catholic and Christian-based topics, because uh, that's a big important part of my life, and I think we, we kind of find a way to connect that with uh, special Olympics. And uh, also some feedback that you have the positive music. disabilities and those who love them feel like less valued members of humanity. And it is that time of the show where we talk about what the world to end the world. And through the power of podcasting, I'm back in the podcast studio. That's a chronicles.com. Six, three, zero, three, eight, four, nine, one, three, seven. With Daniel and to see how he navigates through all of his radio equipment here. Um, the podcast is just a joy to listen to. I, I find the interchange between Daniel and Georgia very exciting. Great to hear about the current topics and to hear about their feelings about uh, Special Olympics and the R word and, and current events. I think we lost all listeners. Oh, come on, this is so unfair. We have to edit this. No, no, stop editing this So, um, one of the things that I I still I have a, a couple of different a couple of different um, um, beat photos that I have. One I have a binder or beat photo for everything related to um, Special Chronicles, uh, both on the computer, but also <laughs> still have like the the, the paper one too. Um, I, I don't I, I didn't bring that one with me, um, but I. This is actually the same one I used for my reporting classes here, um, and I ha I keep all the stuff that I'm freelancing for um, here, and I I still I, I use notes with um, um, other notes or clip articles and notes and stuff uh, on, on my iPod Touch here. Um, that's pretty old. 
But I, I also still use this old, the paper one um, that I'm running out of pages. Got <laughs> to pick up another one if they still make this. I hope they do. <laughs> um, but w the one of the stories. Um, the first time that I actually, this year was when I first got some stories published on the front page, including um, a picture, too. Um, this was a um, basketball game that I um, covered, uh, shot over 300 pictures, um, and got uh, audio. And um, when I covered the Winter Games for Special Olympics of Illinois, I um, interviewed more than 20 people and shot over 200 or 300 pictures. Um, so really <laughs> need, need to talk to you know, a lot of people, but then you, you, you only use three to five sources for a story. Um, kind of the same thing with the podcast. Um, and th last year for the All World campaign, I wrote a guest column. They don't pay me to write these columns. I wish they did. Um, but the column that just debuted this week, just yesterday, um, it's called Special Voices, uh, where I cover special needs issues. Uh, my editor, who actually also went to Roosevelt Hill, um, was at the torch. Uh, um, so, well, for this column, covering special needs in the Chicago area, but I'm actually, actually doing it more globally um, because it's fun to talk to people from all over the place. And the don't even know where the column is right now, um, but it's yeah. This is a column I wrote last month called "Speaking Up Against the All World," and I heard the All World used a couple of times on the on the train, and um, really, um, you know, felt like I mean it's it's really vitally important for for people to you know hear all perspective. The other one that I just wrote today, because this month, yesterday was World Autism Awareness Day, and this month is autism. Um, but that one I'll get to in a moment. Um, Special Olympics, really, because it's the foundation of how I started Special Olympics, of, since I'm an athlete and a global messenger speaker with them. Special Olympics has really changed my life and changes all of our lives. Um, I wrote just last week a, um, and I'll give you this, it, it's three pages, but it's well, two sheets of paper um, that, that I can give this to you guys, um, as well as um, a flyer for Special Chronicles. But this is, um, I, 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 this is um, an article that I wrote titled, The, the, the Importance of People First Language. Um, in, uh, it took me a year to write this, um, but I want uh, I won't go into this because I'll let you guys read it for yourselves, but I, I really want every news organization, <laughs> every journalist to read this. Um, in one week, it's been shared over 190 times on because of social media, of all things. But um, I really, um, it, it's also linked on Special Chronicles, but um, I'll give this, this t to you guys because um, it's something that... Um, you really need to read and hopefully understand and, and uh, accept this. So this is from March 2009 
at the beginning training, and then just uh, a few weeks ago, I attended on the north side of Chicago, the beginning training, there was 23 new global messengers being trained, and they asked me to give a welcome speech. And so you kind of see from six years ago and then six years later that whole their, um, perspective. Um, Bunny and Amy White, um, they're um, behind our new theme song, um, and they have four children. They're two oldest daughters um, in middle school and high school don't have a disability, but the, the two youngest were born with Down uh, syndrome. And one of their daughters, Emma Grace, is an excellent, at a young age, is an excellent photographer and, and produces great, uh, great uh, uh, multimedia pieces. But I had a chance to sit down with their, um, with, um, their parents. Um, I, I hope to meet them in person someday. And their the son, Bo, is going to be stalling, uh, which he, Bo is the one who I wrote about in, in the lead of, um, of um, this article here. He's going to be stalling in a new movie, and um, I'm going to probably have a chance to interview the person that he, one of the people that he stalled with in, in this new movie, and then um, hopefully him. But they were just at the Sundance Film Festival, and uh, a couple months ago, and right, like, as they were on the plane com coming back, I wrote up a short article on Special Chronicles uh, about um, about uh, their trip. Even though I didn't go there, but because I'm communicating with them, I was able to write that up on Special Chronicles. Um, so it, it's kind of neat how we can, don't we want to say breaking news, because as one of my podcaster friends said, like, everything these days is breaking news. But yeah, sometimes you get you, you get to kind of break some news. Uh, so, but this is Bun and Amy from uh, It Starts with a Voice. And if you want to listen to their interview, I can tell you one of the things we're definitely going to do, Daniel, is we're going to uh, have them sit and watch all of your podcasts to see. <laughs> How it's done because you are doing a fantastic job and are a tremendous, tremendously good role model for them and shows them that that really you can do just about anything you, you put your mind to and that, that clearly is what you're doing here. So that's one thing we're going to do uh, is let them watch uh, your work, uh, what you've already done and, and what you're currently doing and what you'll do in the future. It's just the time we've spent with you today and the fact that you're doing what you're doing and using the internet and leveraging it in such a powerful and positive way is what will help us attain our, our goal and our dream of, of getting people's perceptions and the way they frame people with, with special needs and, and different intellectual and developmental disabilities differently. And uh, we just encourage you to keep on doing what you're doing because it's, it's, it's good work, it's powerful work, it's well done. And uh, you are uh, you are the tip of the spear, and thank you for being that uh, for people like us. A little side note about our logo, our new logo, Special Chronicles. I don't know if you guys know who. Did 
de design that, but um, it's one of the three people on our board of directors, um, myself, of course, founder and CEO, but my dad is also on our board of directors, but then we have a third person who's on, and that is someone that you guys probably all know, um, Taiwa, who's the, the manager of the lab. She is on our board of directors, and we've been, she'll actually be a guest, our first in-studio, first guest in a couple of weeks, but we've been going back and forth, uh, you know, for the past few years on, on, on the logo, and she designed our new logo. So, um, yeah, so if, if you guys see her, you guys can let, let, let her know what, what you think of the logo, and she, she, she'll know what you guys are talking about, or at least we hope she will. <laughs> and I recently discovered that communication is my biggest struggle but it's also my biggest passion. And, and um, even though I do p promote a lot just because we always need to get new listeners and new people hearing our stories, but it's really journalism and reporting that I, and storytelling that I have a passion for. Um, I've, um, growing up in elementary school and middle school through high school, I kept a family newsletter that my sisters didn't really like <laughs> that was that I you know wrote this newsletter and sent it out to our family and friends, but it was good to kind of process that. And then in, in um, 2007 or so, when blogging kind of got started in high school, I started blogging and even kept the blog a daily blog my first year here, um, and then podcasting and then that took off. And so. Special Chronicles, a lot of people still think it's just one podcast, but the Special Chronicles podcast is our flagship program. Within Special Chronicles, we have a few different series. One is Meet Special Olympics Athletes, where we get to meet other, other athletes in Special Olympics, where I profile them and they get to tell their stories. It's a pretty popular series that we have. Next Level was actually my independent study project here that I even finished um, a month after. I, month after graduating here. Um, I still haven't gotten in my paper degree yet, but <laughs> it's a whole other story I'm not going to get into. But Next Level focuses on those of us Special Olympics athletes and global messenger speakers who have attended or graduated from college. Um, in addition to myself, I met um, with, well, talk, talked with uh, Special Olympics athlete Global Messenger for Minnesota, who is studying theology and peace studies, I think, up, up in Minnesota. Um, and then also Jerry, who um, is, um, he has Asperger's, I think, and, and he, uh, he graduated from um, George uh, Mason University in, on the East Coast. Um, what? Yeah. So that, that's what Jerry is from. So the, and those stories are still available on nextlevel.specialchronicles.com. I wrote the Witten story, and then there's a video um, as well to that. And then informational lessons is where, is, is where we answer people's questions about Special Olympics. We answer people's questions about special needs. Now, last fall, I produced a 10-part disability lesson series um, going from all perspectives. So not what the doctors or not what you know, people who don't have special needs are, but from th those of us with special needs, 
you know, we'll, we are answering questions about what we'll di diagnose with, we'll, um, which is still really popular and, and people are learning from it every day. And the informational lessons, I guess people still, still like ask us questions about Special Olympics. Like people think it, you know, it it's, you know, happens, you know, every couple of years, but it's not. There's an event every year, every year, no, I mean, not every week. Uh, there's, there's always a special, every week, there's always a special Olympics event going on. Uh, next year, 2015, will be the games in Los Angeles. Um, I hope to go cover that. Um, but this year in June is our USA Games that is happening in New Jersey, and it's bigger than the Super Bowl. And I am actually in the process right now of trying to find some sponsors to go cover that. Um, and <laughs> so it's so hopefully that can happen and it because uh, I, I have a lot of friends that are competing and getting the media passes to cover that, that's the easy part. A hard part is actually <laughs> getting there, but um, I, I might get to chat with one of my friends. Uh, another show is Beyond Disabilities that only has a few episodes, um, but that um, that is, um, well, it's kind of more like a panel type of show. But Kyle is, he just launched last week a new affiliate on the, on the show called Abilities Not Disabilities. Um, so I don't have that on there, but it's, it's now an affiliate of, of the network, and you can actually watch the first episode on demand on specialchronicles.com. Um, and it's really good. Um, he wanted to have me on last Friday. But I couldn't, because my friends Bree and Josh, and me. Um, Bree is a new global messenger, so both Bree and I compete in, in Special Olympics. But then Josh is a new athlete, and um, both Bree, Josh, and me, we got a tool of, of the CBS Two Broadcast Center just down the street from us, and I'm I'm great friends with um, with uh, Rob Johnson, and I took over. Uh, we took over 190 pictures and. Um, the audio is, is actually on this week's podcast. So if you guys want an entertaining and look, look in, into the CBS broadcast, I know you can find that. Special Talks is audio from our speeches. Special Walks is just where you take the audio recorder outside and walk. Special, I, I created the Special Olympics Update podcast. Special Olympics does not have a podcast. As far as I know from talking to a lot of people, there's no other Special Olympics athlete that has a podcast. But I created the Special Olympics Update podcast to inform people about our competitions. And then SCTV is video editions. Are You Inspired used to be my radio show here at The Blaze. Um, I haven't produced that many episodes of Are You Inspired yet. Uh, a few samples. As you guys know, this month is Autism Awareness, Awareness Month. And I interviewed um, a few people last year. Uh, Brant uh, from um, a radio station on the West Coast. Ben is from Special Olympics Australia. And then my, 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 my friend Bree, Garrett. Garrett is the voice of our station ID, our, our, our network ID. And then my friend Maria, who is actually an international studies major here at, here at um, Roosevelt. So few, this is um, Brandt. The wonderful thing for me is that I'm in radio where a lot of times your, your body language when you have Asperger's, you don't pick up on a lot of subtleties in body language, and they give off all the wrong body language all the time. So radio is a wonderful thing for me. Nobody can see me. So I, I have a social outlet, but I don't have to worry about the, the, the 
challenges that I normally have in, in dealing with people socially. So radio's been really wonderful. I really feel like it is a gift. Yeah. Like all these challenges, everything I grew up with is a struggle. Yeah. I can see the flip side. So it is a challenge. Marriage is a challenge. I'll say that Asperger's has some advantages when it comes to marriage. For instance, I can't flirt. And my wife knows it. <laughs> so she doesn't ever have to worry about that. And I think most Aspies are extremely loyal people. High-functioning autism is what Asperger's is. Uh, so it's it's a mild form of autism. And if you want to listen to more of Brandt, that's episode 65. And here is um, Ben from um, Australia. He wrote an article in the Special Olympics blog um, called The Power of Empathy. And so it was neat to... The, the interview with Brandt, I, I taped on, I did a phone interview with him, and I, I, I actually called him on Gmail, because in the U.S. and Canada, you, you can call phone numbers for free. Or you, even on a Google, Google Hangout, you can call phone numbers for free. So if you, if you guys are looking for, if you guys are, oh, uh, as well on a budget, uh, um, that, that, that's a tip, just um, um, use Gmail to call. Morning. But don't call Australia. Because <laughs> do that on a Google on a Google Hangout. Oh, yeah. My name's Ben Hack. I'm from Australia. I've been involved with uh, my program in Special Olympics for 14 years, and I'm here on Special Chronicles to talk about my article Power and Empathy. What I wrote was uh, mostly about my my experiences before I got diagnosed with Asperger's and really the message was simply about that if people can look at um, things from the point of view of an empathetic point of view which is imagine if that was somebody you knew or somebody you know or if, or if that was you and they had that sort of treatment you know, how would you feel and well what I tried to do is I tried to encapsulate pretty well my experiences my first 16 years of my life as in a simple way by describing, you know, what I would feel would be the worst day of my life and just really bad bullying and abuse because... So if you want to hear more of Ben, go on episode 68. Now this is my, my, my friend Bree, who um, uh, she has autism and um, lives up in northern Illinois, um, but... The, the column that I wrote, um, you, I don't have copies of this, but you can find it. It's, 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 it's at the top of our news feed right now on specialchronicles.com. But the, I, my, my new column that I don't get paid for, <laughs> sadly, and I don't said it's just, a, it's, just a, it's just a monthly column right now on special needs, needs issues, but I could easily write a weekly column, okay, easily. So we'll just kind of hope and pray that someday soon. But anyways, um, this is, and what we're going to be working together on some more projects, because uh, she likes photography too, and um, I've got so, uh, already um, a lot of great feedback about this column. Um, I've really improved a lot in, in my journalism uh, and in uh, because you, you, if you read this column, you can really see, really see uh, the, the, the stories that I write about in here. By the way, does anybody need any ads? Okay. 
I'm Brianna Dutsky. I just turned 16. I have high-functioning autism, PDD-NLS, and and then I'm Um, and then I also have like OCD. That's really fun, and you make new friends, and the staff are very encouraging. And um, I've always sung, and and it calms me, and I love singing, and I like face your fears and try. You never know what will happen. Uh, Gilwood, um is a as another great friend and um got a short clip of my name is Garrett Anderson. Yes, I have your Down syndrome. I have a learning disability. It's not good, it's not bad, it just is because I'm a that's who I am. I decided you would to attend college because it's important for me. Don't ever say can. Always say try. I am a proud Special Olympics athlete and global message. Who better to advocate for people with disabilities than those with disabilities? I guarantee you'll be swept up in the emotion and you'll be... What I love about Garrett's story is that because he's, he's, all, he's, 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 he's now the voice of, of, of our network ID, nobody will know that he was born with Down syndrome. And that's what I, I love about audio, um, telling stories through audio. Uh, My name is Maria Sabato. I'm from Columbus, Ohio. I have an extraordinarily large family. My disability, I am dyslexic. I found out I was dyslexic when I was in second grade and have been kind of battling slash living with it ever since. Uh, my reading level is like about fifth grade and my spelling is second. I should put that out there. It's like, <laughs> it's a pretty severe dyslexia I have. It's not like, dyslexia is a very broad term with a lot of different, I always have to tell people I'm dyslexic. No one really assumes it. Even when I'm reading, they're kind of just like, what is this girl doing? Why can't she read? So I always have to tell people. And I know, I've never been a big, that's always my least favorite thing when I first meet people is telling them I'm dyslexic. Cause it's like, I get three reactions. Nancy is someone I couldn't live without personally. So I heard a great story today. What's that story? It's on episode 64. But a, a little behind the scenes thing for you is that um, those, those are, I have a sound bite from Maria's interview that I have at the beginning of the theme song, at the beginning of uh, for the past year now, um, of, of, of each podcast. So. Um, I forgot off the top of my head, but it was a neat sound bite. So if you listen to any of our most recent episodes, um, you will know. And that's, Buia uh, is behind that sound bite at the top of each episode. Um, two more, uh, two, um, just a few more clips, and, 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 and then I'll get to um, some questions uh, <laughs> that you have. Rob Johnson, um, this at the top here, Autism Selfies on CBS2. That's this week's episode, um, which uh, is, um, I have an interview with a best-selling autism and, and ADHD author, Brian King. And then we go into the 20-minute um, the uh, audio tool of the CBS2 Broadcast Center that you waity, don't waity get to, on that many that that many podcasts, you it's something that you don't really heal that much. Like, you know, you, you can't really get tools that much, um, but you can um, great friends with Rob and actually have um, on here. Uh, you guys probably can't see this, but um, my friend, my friends uh, Bree and Josh, we um, 
got to sit at the ankle desk right on right on Washington Street here. And uh, I, I didn't know what I was going to do this, but he actually had me sit down in his chair and put his mic on. So it was neat for us to have this chance there. And um, I actually toned the mic along for an unplugged interview. And the the quick soundbite that you're going to hear from Rob is um, during the interview that he came to my house. And it, um, the soundbite that he says, he said it when, when, um, when um, our dog had came into, in, in, came into the, the studio. In the middle of the interview, we were talking about actually a serious topic, but our dog came in, and I took that soundbite out of the interview, but I, I, I used it for one of our new promos for Special Chronicles, so um, <laughs> I just thought that was neat. But if you guys want to listen to that interview, um, you can find that um, on specialchronicles.com slash, slash CBS Chicago Rob, and he, he gives a lot of insight of um, the way that the broadcast media is going. So it's definitely an interview that um, I recommend that you guys can watch, or if you look up uh, Podman Dan on on uh, on uh, on SoundCloud, you can listen to just that, just the interview with Rob, if you are interested. Hi, this is Rob Johnson from CBS Two. I just wanted to say that Dan Sparkowski is doing great work with Special Chronicles. I've known him for many years at various Special uh, Olympics events. And I also had the good fortune earlier in 2013, earlier this year, to interview him for my segment, Your Chicago, all the great work he did at the Roosevelt University radio station. So I just want to say Dan is doing a great job. He's reaching out and telling stories about people not with disabilities, but people with ability. And that's the most important thing. So Dan, keep up the good work. And I can't say enough about the great work of Dan Sprakowski in Special Chronicles. His son actually taped this on his iPhone. And I booked Wild's interview entirely by direct message on Twitter, even though I do have his cell phone um, number. But booked his entire so if we can book any of these direct message on Twitter again that's another piece of advice for you guys um, Tim um, Senior I hope to meet him someday uh, I have actually invited him to come in studio here but we'll see um, a snippet May 3rd we will be um, we, we were invited to um, have a booth at the 2014 Illinois Special Needs Expo that's in St. Charles and we'll be on May 3rd we will be becoming a member of the U.S. Consortium on Special Needs which is just a bunch of resources um, and, and didn't expect any of this to happen but they're, they're actually going to be launching this, the, this T.G. Markton um, at this expo Special Needs Expo they're going to be launching the first um, Special Needs Internet TV station, um, and they're just starting this now. But I've, I've been doing it a little bit longer than they have. But anyway, here's Tim. Uh, uh, a message that um, I got from Tim about four or five months ago now. 
Hi, Daniel. It's your great friend and admirer, Tim Shriver, here in support of Special Chronicles, in support of Daniel's advocacy for a changed world, in support of the whole idea of Daniel using the web, using his writing, using his speaking, using his podcasting, using his photography, using his voice, finding his voice and using it to ask the world to be inspired, to create blaze fests of inspiration uh, all over the internet and all over the United States. Here in Special Olympics, we like to think of ourselves as having a blast with everything we do, playing sports, to enjoy ourselves, to learn and meet other people, to test ourselves against tough competition, and I think in the end of the day, to change hearts and minds, to have other folks realize that there's a common human spirit that nothing should separate uh, us from one another. Daniel, that's what you're doing. Uh, you're inspiring people to understand common human gifts. You're inspiring people to believe in a common human hope. You're inspiring people to have fun in achieving common human fun. And you're inspiring us to change all those uh, outdated, uh, painful, and unjust attitudes that lead us to separate us from one another. The whole world of Special Olympics joins me in saying, go Daniel, go Special Chronicles. Uh, you will be a success. Uh, you will make a difference, and you will change the world. Why? Am I so sure? I'm so sure because your voice has been raised, and your voice is true. And when a true voice, an authentic voice, is raised in pursuit of a great mission, it will change the world. Go for it, Daniel. We're all behind you. Oh, I kind of cut Tim off there, but... So, anyway, but that video, you can find that at the top of specialchronicles.com. Um, and I've also interviewed, as, as you know, his son, Tim, but then Caroline Scheibel, who took the polo plunge for the first time in uh, D.C. You guys probably all hold the, hold the story about Jimmy Fallon here in Chicago and, and uh, taking a plunge here. Um, but um, interviewed Caroline beginning of February. I forgot the exact episode because... During the six years, produced over 200 podcasts. You, it's hard to remember exactly when. But um, this is my friend, Georgia. Um, and um, got a short audio clip for you from Georgia. But if you guys want to copy down Tim's Twitter handle, at Tim Shival with uh, SCP Chat, if you guys want to tweet Tim and mention at Podman Dan, to ask Tim to come in to come into the Special Chronicles studio, that would be helpful. So maybe if enough people can try to tweet at him to come, uh, I think it would be neat to hear Tim's story uh, in person, um, both him and his family. This is Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. Georgia, you had a question for Tim. So Tim, Tim, you mostly if your dad is listening, this is. Hi, uh, the Shriver family. It's uh, Georgia Hunter saying we would love for you to come to uh, Daniel's studio and, and talk about what Special Olympics means to you. Great. So, Tim, you know how to get in touch with me. Do you um, have my email? So, go get in touch. Um, please, thank you. Special Chronicles. Giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. Hey, any questions? Please, 
I don't have a question, but I have I just found out someone I know has Asperger's, and I think what you're doing would be good for him. I appreciate it. Thanks. And I also have a resource on Facebook that I'm going to find on my phone and give it to you. Okay. Yeah. Feel free to um, email me. Um, the only thing that I ask is that you do not post or publish anything my phone number because uh, that's my cell phone number and I don't want um, trying to keep me you know, a private life too. So the only thing I ask is that you don't publish my phone number. But the email it, that's that's on the website, so that's I mean that's fine. Just so, but just so if, if you want to get in touch, but yeah, e email um, if you email me a link or whatever, that will be the best place so I can keep it in, keep it um, easier to manage. This is Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. Hi everybody, this is Rob Johnson from CBS2 Chicago. <laughs> you don't get this on just any podcast. No, you don't. Wait <laughs> uh, here on Special Chronicles. Special Chronicles. Giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. That's the sound bite I was telling you, Bob. What's, uh, what's your goal with uh, Special Chronicles? What do you, what do you see in the um, To be a, a whole um, radio, well, it's kind of new radio, so a whole new media um, network, both radio, but then also, also TV. Well, those of us with special needs, we are the ones who are producing the stories, and we're the ones doing the voiceovers, like for all the, sp the sponsors and stuff, um, like we just um, had the final uh, agreement uh, with the, the uh, Pace bus company, and they wanted to do the voiceover for the for the for the uh, radio ad, but I told them it's important for so I taped it myself because I feel like it's important for those of us with special needs. We are the ones do, doing the voiceovers, so. As, as a whole network, um, and, and hopefully in the future to have other small stations across the globe, you, we don't have to be on radio. We can reach millions of people, maybe even billions, but we can reach tons more people with the podcasting uh, through this, this new video. So even have different stations across the globe one of my big dreams for next year, 2015, is to have cameras at all of the sporting events for the Special Olympics that's in Los Angeles. The NBC, as we all know, covers it for the Weather Olympics, but I want to do that at, at all the sporting events, um, not just the opening and closing ceremonies, but for all the sporting events, people can watch us. I mean, tons of people have, have already told me that they want to watch us compete. So that's one of my main goals. Do you have any idea of how many special uh, Olympians there are worldwide? There's thousands. There's, here in Illinois, there's over 21,000. But there was, I know this June at the USA Games, there was over 3,000. But there was a lot. Yeah, special Olympians. With um, those of us with intellectual um, Disabilities. Is there any any sense of how large, uh, how many folks in the world or in the United States uh, have uh, uh, disabilities or special needs? In, um, there's over a billion people globally with um, special needs. 
Um, and that, um, the World Health Organization, that's where I got that uh, number from. But the, in the U.S., there was over, I forgot the exact number. It's, I put it up on the website because um, tomorrow I'll be publishing a, a new donate letter. Um, but yeah, there's over a billion people globally. So that's a lot. That's a lot. I just want to say about Dan that um, Dan's very passionate about what he does. And um, he keeps saying, I'm not getting paid for what I do. You do get paid for what you do. Sometimes it isn't cash immediately. But if you do your passion, I, I, am, I am convinced. I'm a believer that if you do your passion, the money will come. I really believe that. And uh, you got a, an incredible audience out there. So I say keep doing what you're doing and uh, keep us in mind when you're hiring. <laughs> yeah. I, ho hopefully, hopefully, I'm hoping sometime soon I hire some intones. But All right. hopefully. Yeah. And this is um, those two pages here. Um, this is that importance of people post language uh, article. So it's two sheets of paper. Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs.